The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Welcome back to Mind Pump. We're going to run the show even though everybody feels like crap right now. That's how, <laughs> that's how hardcore we are. That's how much we love you. That's how much we love you. Uh, this is Sal Stefano. I'm here with the sniffling... Adam Schaefer. <laughs> An ever-coughing two-second I'm trying Schaefer. not to cough. I'm sorry. The, and the, uh, the, the watery-eyed <laughs> Justin Andrews. <laughs> Justin Andrews. Right. Wipe your face. Sniffling. Wipe your face. Justin's sick. I'm sick. You're not sick anymore, though. Right? I didn't make out with you guys. like Because you guys were doing the kissing. I stayed out well, of you it. You weren't feeling well last week either, but that was just your, your STD flare-up, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. STD yeah. flare-up. We stayed away from you. Uh, all right. Uh, I think it's time for the uh, question and answer portion of this game show. Oh, yeah. Questions and answers. Tell me about it. Let's give them to you. You know what? Justin, I swear to what? God, if this show doesn't work out, we're gonna, me and Adam are going to be your promoters. Okay. Because I, I'm just like a, a jingle guy machine. It's like he's singing to the heavens every time yeah. he lets out a, you know. I a, feel like they part every time. They part. <laughs> so let's start with the first question. This is from one of our loyal followers. Hooking this, him up again, right? We this is my boy right here, bro. This Ask is, good questions and we will answer them. Yeah, matter of fact, it's a simple formula. Matter, matter of fact, this gentleman. Who's, I think I'm jealous. I think he tags you more than me. Of course he does, bro. So, God, you got like. Uh, the, uh, he's a salaholic. He's I, a salaholic. That's right, bro. No, did you see people making the hashtag Salstradamus? Yeah, Salstradamus. That's my that? favorite one. No, I haven't bro, seen yeah. Salstradamus, like Nostradamus. The of fitness profit predictor. <laughs> I get the word play. <laughs> he's, he's like, like Nostradamus. Do you know? Do you read? <laughs> do you know who that is, Adam? <laughs> it's not a physique competitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. I thought it was a superhero. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, so the question is from uh, Endorphinaholic. Um, by the way, who posted it? Wonderful um, before and after, so you can find him on Instagram. Um, his question is about sponsorships, like apparel companies on social media. So uh, this actually happened yeah. to me because as I started getting more and more followers, I'd get these invitations to it's so sincere to be sponsored by like know? this new clothing company. Yeah. So Adam's probably I think Adam because you're the most we need teammates. I'm the most passionate about this conversation. I so so he wants to know is it a rip off? Is it a scam? Is it just free clothes? What's the deal? Well, could I just start by saying something that's kind of funny, right? So this actually got back to me recently. So <clears throat> someone approaches me who's a friend of a friend and says, "Hey, this company really wants uh, to uh, sponsor you, and they want to give you you know they want to give you free food, this and that, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, I haven't heard of them. Who are, what are they?" And she tell me the name, and I'm like, "She's like." I'm like, uh, well, why haven't they reached out to me on uh, Instagram or Facebook or emailed me with that? And she's like, well, um, you kind of have this thing about you that everyone's afraid to offer you a sponsorship anymore because I've turned down so many of them. And I'm kind of a dick about it mm-hmm. because it, it, here's here's why. I mean, and it, and I I hope we have I hope we have a lot of men's physique people that are going to hear this. Okay, uh, all you guys that are accepting all these uh, sponsorships are fucking it up for everybody. And I'll tell you why. Because 10, 15 years ago when men's physique didn't exist and there was only bodybuilders and the, and the community was small, 
these companies used to have to pay these athletes good fucking money, real money, just like an actor gets paid. When Joe Montana drives around his Toyota on Toyota, he doesn't just get a free Toyota. He gets more than just a free Toyota. He yeah, he's a, not driving a Toyota because he likes Toyota. Yeah, he gets a free Toyota and he gets a nice check in the mail. So th- that's how sponsorships should really work. And what these companies and, and this isn't to to bash the companies because hey kudos to the companies for being smart. Oh, they're and, in early. Oh yeah, let's be honest. Kudos for the companies for being smart and uh, and getting after all these athletes that are too stupid to actually hold <laughs> out. Yeah, I know. I'm going to insult a bunch of people right now because they're fucking it up for everybody. For people like myself who would love to take sponsorships, but I am not going to take a sponsorship from somebody who says, "Hey, we'd like you to rep our T-shirts, rep our meals, rep our." Uh, supplement company rep whatever it is and we're going to give you 20, yeah 20% <laughs> commission cream. yeah we're going to give you 20% commission and you're going to get $400 free supplements or some free apparel like fuck off dude i can buy my own t-shirts and i can buy my own supplements that's not what i want i either want a percentage of the company i want stock or i want a paycheck that comes in every single month because if i'm going to market it to 30 to 50,000 people that i like to think i have a pretty decent uh influence on since they fucking follow me every single day I want a little bit of money from it. So now if you're somebody who has no, you have no desire to work in the fitness industry or this or that, and somebody wants to offer you free shit, fine, take it, whatever. I would too. I think this this probably has more to do with just social media in general because uh, these companies are using social, the power of social media. So I think what they're doing, I'm, I'm trying to now, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put myself in the head of yeah. the people who are doing the, the who run these companies. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking what they're doing is they're going on and they're seeing People with, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 followers and they're saying, okay, I'm going to give this person free t-shirts and all they have to do is wear them and then post pictures of themselves. And if I get enough people doing this, then it's like a bunch of free advertising. In the meantime, you know, this guy who's getting a free t-shirt is just happy to get a free t-shirt and be able to say that they're sponsored. So I, it, it, it's kind of like what well, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, and here's here's the thing, and you know, and here we go. You know what? It, this is a good topic. We've been waiting to stir some shit up. I'm going to stir some fucking oh, shit no. up right here. So, oh. yeah. so the master. <laughs> the let me them. let me tell you the the baddest of all badasses at doing this right now is the sh- the company shreds. They're the shit at doing this. Okay, because the the Arvin the the, the top of this the man has found. You know, he he found all these athletes, or not even some of them. A lot of them are athletes. Just a lot of them are kids. That have These models and yeah, that are good-looking people that have good followings. You know, whether they had something great to say or they were funny or they're charming, whatever it was about them, and has got them underneath his wing and has actually helped build this brand around all these inspiration all these. brand. Yes, let's be honest. Can you not even, fitness? I got a question. Well, let me finish here. Okay. Me, so the, what these what these guys have done, and it's and it's brilliant on his part. So kudos to him for doing this. But you know, shame on all the rest of us for being suckers. Because here's the thing, you know, you see these kids, like let's say a Devin Physique, kid's got like three or four badass whips, he's got like a cute little Nixon watch he wears every day, and like a cool little cool little shoe collection, everything going on. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and guess what his salary is, but I'll tell you right now, if I had a million fucking followers, I'd be making over a million dollars a year, yeah, guarantee it. Right. Guarantee it, because with that amount, that amount of power of that many people that are a t- a tied to you, it's endless what you could be doing financially. And I guarantee you he is not making a million plus dollars a year from that company. But I guarantee you Shreds is making that kind of money for sure. And that's, and I, I'm not picking on them because there's lots of companies that are doing this. And a lot of these companies are modeling that after that. 
they saw that, they see that, they see what's going on. And any so anybody like ourselves, smart businessmen, they see that and see right through it. That was the first thing I saw. I didn't see it and fall into it and go like, oh, wow, this must be a really cool company. I went yeah. like, wow, who's the smart guy who yeah. fucking figured this oh, out? Oh, it's so first? smart because you, you just look at everybody else that's hashtagging, wearing their clothes, doing all this, like longing to be one of their athletes. Oh, yeah, want to be one. Like they might as well tattoo their logo on their arm. And, and and they're just buying it and, and it just on the whim that they'll like pick them up well, as an athlete. Have, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I have a question because uh, they sell supplements, right? Yes. Are Can you buy – because I've never seen – and I don't know. I don't go into tons of supplement stores anymore. But do they sell them in, in retail stores? No. Okay. So this is purely – they've yeah. built their, 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 their business purely through social media. Purely through Instagram. Yeah. Wow. It's yes. just Instagram. Well, I'll say something right now. Just to, Impressive. It's impressive, number one, but number two, this just shows the power of social media. This is the new medium for advertising. It is right. not radio. It is not TV where you, you spend tons of money and you blast a bunch of people who aren't interested in your product. You go on social media where people are following fitness people, so they're more likely to look at your product and your services. So this is... This is pretty. This is brilliant. Well, and this let, is for all you fitness people listening right now. It's still the Wild West. Well, it still is the Wild well, West. Well, let's think about this. And this is and I and I saw. I said this the minute I got. It's the reason why I was harping on you to get into Instagram way back when. Mm-hmm. Think about what the, what it has. Okay, you 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 build this page around yourself, whether it be yourself personally or your own business or whatever it is, and people start to follow you. The people that are following you, either one like the way you look, like what you have to say, or are similar like minded people. And what you start to do is you start to attract all these like-minded people. So more than likely, if if you're a bunch of like-minded people, you're going to be into the same things and you're going to like the same stuff and would probably purchase the same type of things. And then you have these little, now Instagram has little 15-second blurbs. You could run commercials almost. And it says mini mm-hmm. commercials, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't remember what the science is behind uh, the attention span of a human, but I know it's like, mm-hmm. it's a small amount of time right there. It's like the perfect- It's getting amount. even less with technology It is, it is getting less. It at you. And, and, and Instagram is, is beautifully done and set up. It's a beautiful platform to directly market to the, your target market. That's when it. You watch it. When you watch a commercial on TV, and let's say the three of us were watching, you know, the NBA playoffs, and McDonald's comes across a, a commercial. Well, that doesn't appeal to either one, any any of us sitting at this no, table. No, it's a blast. It's just it, a big it's blast. It's a blast. And yes, it's hitting 10 million viewers right now. But out of those 10 million, maybe only you know 25 to 30% of those people that's even marketing to. And then out of those 20, 30%, how many people that actually go and do something? Right. Whereas so, if you have 10 million followers. Yes, that are all following you. That's legit. Right. That though all 10 million of those people are interested in what you may have to say right, or interested right. in similar things. That they're The ratio of those people that are going to convert into revenue or be able to monetize is unbelievably higher than what it would be. It's right, it's very targeted. So it what and here's the part that frustrates me with all the drones that are like following into this is that people don't realize that they've got the power. And like you said, Justin, they got there's kids right now that on their like profile like looking for sponsorship, you know, like like basically like begging for it like, you know, you know, future sponsor this, future like wanting to be they want a company to pick them up and it's like Dude, you guys are so silly. Yeah. Like you guys are this is what happens is people find they find them and then it becomes this thing like in the in our community, like in the men's physique world and the bodybuilding world, you know, where people are like, Oh, I'm sponsored by Boo, I'm sponsored by them, I'm sponsored by them, I'm spo- sponsored by fifteen companies. Cool, how much money you make? Yeah. Oh, you still live at home with mom? That's crazy. You got 15 companies that sponsor you and you live at home with your fucking mom? Yeah, wow, dude, that, but I'm eating bars all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And it's 
awesome. I've got all the bars I could possibly eat. I got all the supplements <laughs> I could ever need, and I'm totally clothed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still have tops for days. Yeah, right. Come on, dude. Seriously, yeah. think about it for a second. You well, know, in, in, it's in, silly. Supplements, you guys. A bottle of supplements cost that company cents to make yeah. literally sense dude and, and why, they, why, it, why would it be in their best interest to make a really high quality supplement it wouldn't it wouldn't no. why why that costs them money yeah when everybody spreads it so fast and are 100% behind the branding yeah 0% behind the quality oh yeah that's the next thing that why you, would they spend money since on we're that? picking on it we're going to like you know the whole they, there's they're so smart they take they, they've gotten to the level where they they separate the the same shit like Here's your fat burner for a male. Here's your fat burner for a female. Here's your here's your vitamin for a male. And it's like we're not only gonna. Oh see. no no! What are you talking about? They're different. They have different labels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, one's pink and yeah, one's blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know what, man? When it comes to sponsorships and things like that, it's the reason. So those of you guys that are followers, my boy, who's asking the question right now, the only reason why you don't see me with any sponsors is for the simple fact that I've turned them all down. And I've had tons of them. In fact, I just signed a contract with somebody the other day, and I'll tell you why. Because I got fucking stock. I got stock in the company. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get paid to do shit. It's a company that I did my research on that it's growing. It got built out by a multi-billionaire that bought it out. And you're going to watch the stock go up like a mofo. Well, it's also a good product. Let's not forget that. Yeah, that's why. It's a a great product. It's something that I, one, I can believe in. I'm behind Mm -hmm. on 100%. And it's the perfect time to get involved with it. And I'm getting paid to do it. And you will see. you were patient. Yes, exactly. I waited. I waited for it. And then, and these are the type of companies, if you guys see see me repping something or talking about something that's what it'll be it'll be something one i stand by and two i'm getting paid like i should get paid to represent it bottom line mm-hmm. so that's that's my uh i'm getting off my soapbox <laughs> here that right? covers it <laughs> talking shit right now right I know, uh. you know what that's a good question though I, I felt like we needed that i felt like we were getting well, everybody the- sees it i mean it's like the big you know 800 pound gorilla that on online as far as like in instagram you see nothing but like blasts about like all these companies trying oh, to get you crazy. to rep their stuff and it's like this big hustle game you know and and they interrupt your your feed with hey like your picture and like oh that's so sincere yeah and like it was just some automated response and they've, uh, they've it's getting the, out of control they've got these kids repping their stuff then they got them working for like minimum wage type money to go run their booths across the country and some of that because yeah. they pay for their flight it's gonna get regulated yeah. at some point well you know for some of these kids it might be a good opportunity you know uh <laughs> I think the the more I think it's just it's opening up a lot of doors. I mean that's okay. My, there's there's okay. There's there's an argument right yeah, there because I think it's opening a lot of doors, and I think some you know they might meet someone or it gives them introduction to the market. I think it's decentralized a lot of the power mm-hmm. um, and giving it more towards individuals because now you've got individuals on Instagram who simply because they're they're smart with how they market themselves now they're, they're they've become a brand yeah so uh, you know well I, and once I mean, they I think once too they 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 shift gears and they realize like what kind of content they're promoting and, and what type of like communication is happening on the thread uh, between instead of just looking at somebody's sum total of followers right mm-hmm. 
Like I think once oh, companies yeah. start to to realize oh, like the real now. value, that's yeah, already happening now. Well, that's what I mean. Once yeah. they, but they, you know, you see that more. Yeah. I think it's really going to shift. That well, all being said, Mind uh, Pump's looking for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor this show, yo. You, you know, no, it's 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 pretty. We'll cra- love you for life. It's pretty crazy where it's going. It's uh, it's. It's definitely the future of advertising marketing. I look at it like this, though, you know, and not to go on a whole other tangent with uh, multi-level marketing, but that's how it is. It's like multi-level marketing. It's the same thing. So my my father has done like every multi-level marketing thing that exists out there. And of course, he comes to his son who's uh, surrounded by lots of people. and, And I've had a lot of people working for me and with me and. Got a lot of influence when it comes to fitness related type I stuff. I still so, got my goji juice. Yeah, so Damn. so my pops would always come to me, you know, to try and get on board. And you know, for many many years, I kind of like would just be like, oh yeah, okay, dad, you know, whatever, you know. And then finally, I just after after like the fiftieth one was just frustrated with him, and finally just him said, Dad, listen, I'm never gonna do one of these with you, but the day you come to me and you want to start one of these things, I'm yep. down. Yeah. I'm down. Put me if at you, the top of the pyramid. If you son. want, if you want to create one of these and and let everybody else fall into the trap and work underneath us, I'm all about it, Daddy. Absolutely. I'm all about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. All right, let's go to the next. Thanks, Adam, for that. Uh, <laughs> very cheery. <laughs> that very happy question. Answer the question. So this next. Uh, I just offended like half of our yeah. listeners. I love Fuck. it. Fuck, yeah. we're dead now. When did we ever care? All right. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. So the next question is from. Uh, Look, Chi City Fitness, C H I City Chai City. I'm going to regulate you there. That's my Chicago. Those are my Chicago people. So the question is, you know, what are? I guess the question is about pre and post exhaust supersets, and what our favorite combos of supersets are. So I think we should describe what a pre exhaust superset is and what a post exhaust superset is. So pre exhaust superset, which we actually utilize quite a bit in the in phase three of the Maps Anabolic Program is when you do an isolation movement for a large muscle group and then you uh, follow it up with a compound movement. Um, so, for example... Um, Adam's cramping up thinking about it right I now. See, I can see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, for chest, you would do like cable crossovers or pec or flies or pec deck with a bench press. So you pre-exhaust the muscle with the isolation movement and then you move on to the compound movement following that. And you get a crazy pump doing that. Uh, a, post, a post-exhaust superset is the opposite. Compound movement followed by an isolation movement. So like barbell squats followed by leg extensions or sissy squats. Yeah. So there you go. I just did a kind of inventive one today. What'd I did do? a sled drag. So you're walking backwards, right? With uh-huh. a lot of weight, burning up the quads like a mofo, and then jumped on to do some back squat. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, it was torture. That's uh, horrible. I did I, I did uh, that today, except for I did leg extensions first, and then I did heavy squats afterwards. So oh, how'd your quads feel? They felt actually amazing. So it felt great. I actually, to me, um, w- one of the things I like about, it, especially with legs, uh, I feel like my legs really got to warm up before I get into. It. I don't know about you, but it's like set five when I really feel like in squats, I'm like getting after mm-hmm. it. Like it takes, I slowly have to work my way up before I feel like ev- like everything's firing on all cylinders. So I hit leg extensions first. I hit four sets of that, and I was high rep, so I was just getting a nice little pump on them. But it wasn't like burning them out you know just enough to get a nice real good pump exhaust them a little bit then i went over and i did my squats and had just a great pump on my squats you know you know why i'm laughing <laughs> laughing over here because for, for someone who's glute dominant like you that's a good that's a good pre-exhaust to do quads first yeah because the other day when you mooned me <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy, this guy mooned me the other day, and I'm like, uh, bro. They, they have, both texted me that picture. Like, yeah. You have the biggest ass. <laughs> That's where you get all your squat power. Do you from. know it's crazy? I I was I was teased as a kid for not having this. Oh, I couldn't even keep. Now gym. you get a lot of ass. I, yeah, well, I tried train for it, bro. I tried train for it, man. So I've done. You know, you know, you know. Funny you say that because part of that has to do with a couple things. Um, obviously, I trained for it, but. I also have an anterior pelvic tilt. <laughs> oh yeah, so, so it sticks it out even more. Yes, so I have so your hips, which is also you know those of you that are it's listening. A great right? technique, ladies, when you're taking pictures. Well, yeah. it's it's a it's a great technique for somebody who has a hard time feeling it in their glutes when they squat because a lot of times people will actually have the opposite. Will have a slight anterior uh, anterior posterior tilt. Yeah, okay. versus a posterior tilt. All right, so. Right, right. Uh, you know, when you when you squat down, the hips rotating out a little bit like that really fires those glutes to yeah. fire back out. And because I naturally have one, which is a deviation, <laughs> it actually causes it causes my glutes to grow more dominant. So yes, you're right, and that is and that was was my thinking going into it. It's like you know what, like glutes have been working great. I'm trying to build my quad size up even more. Pretty so, exhaust, yeah. So that, that was that's was, why you would want to use that. It's, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you know what's one of my favorite combos: um, dumbbell pullovers to pull ups. So dumbbell pullovers. Ooh, God, like pull-ups need any sort of exhausting. Well, you, right. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you pre-exhaust the lats with the pullovers. That sucks. Or and then you go straight to the pull-ups. That's the best lat pump I ever get. Now I, I only that. just. I mean, I'm sure I'm you guys are the, the same way. I only use this for chest, back, and legs. So I don't. I don't pre or post. Don't do any of that for arm shit. It's, well, you can't. I mean, you can't really. Pre, you mean you can superset arms, but you can't really pre-exhaust your biceps. It's all. It's an all isolation movements, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's what do. I'm saying. I'm, it's not. It's, it's not something that you would do for that. It's basically something. You would, and let's keep this in mind. Also, it's not something we always do either. No, I mean no, this no. is something that's too phase. intense to do all yeah. the time. Yeah, it's too intense, and, and just like anything else, before long, because I actually used to train a lot like that. I used to train a lot of a lot of times like that where I was pre or post exhausting, and you know I, I saw this great spike. I think in my results, and so I continued carrying on doing it a lot, and probably a lot more than I should. And just body gets adapted yeah. to it. Body, yeah. Gets, yeah. I used to do power. After I would do a stationary, like I'd do a bench press and then I would do like some explosive push ups. Mm. Yeah, that used yeah. to tear me up. Too. I love to see that. That's, I have a, you know, I'll do something like a bench press and then I'll go over and do like BOSU explosive, uh, explosive push ups mm. on the BOSU ball, bouncing back and forth or do jump boxes after heavy squats. Yeah, so. you can get creative with it, but yeah, it all serves the same purpose. And, and I think that, I think the best answer to that too is to, to keep that in mind is that, you know, when you're looking for overall aesthetic results, you know, it's more it's more something you throw into your workout every once in a while versus something that we do on a regular basis, yeah. right? I mean, right. That's, well, because the recovery time you have to account for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, how are we doing on time, Douglas? Twenty-two. All right. One more question. This is actually from a personal friend of mine. I've known her for a very long time. Good friend of mine. Her name uh, Miracle M three. Uh, her name's actually Miracle, and she's asking the question. That's really her name. Her name is Miracle. Yeah, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Is there a story behind that? Yeah, she was actually born at a Grateful Dead concert. What? Oh, yeah, dude. Awesome. She, yeah, her parents were deadheads. That's and they, psychedelic. They were, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, pretty that's cool great. story. That's great. So um, the question is, how do you self motivate? So how do we how do we stay self motivated oh, wow. to do what we do? So I, I guess I can start off. Uh, you, you know. I love working out, so when it comes to working out, I don't have to self-motivate too much for that. However, there are things I hate to do that I that I have to give myself more self-motivation. For example, things that have to do with organization, like um, you know, writing down plans, and I tend to shoot a lot from the hip. And really, for me, it's about you, I just make myself. You mm-hmm. know, if if I, if I have to do something, if I have a goal, 
then my I'm too hard headed to not hit my goal. Mm-hmm. So I have to hit my goal, no matter how much I hate it, no matter how much I dread what I'm about to do. Um, I, it's I, implanted in your head. It's implanted. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And and me not doing it is more painful than me doing it. Absolutely. And I, I would echo that because I have that same mentality um, as far as like motivating myself. Um, <clears throat> I, I would say like one of the biggest things for me always has been that I just I had that mentality very early that I'm not a quitter. So if I need if I need to motivate myself for anything, um, I will verbalize it to somebody. Once I verbalize it to somebody, you, know, you can't let them down. I could never let them down. Yeah. And so I I really hold back a lot as far as like when I decide to do that, and I'll, I'll strategically think about it. Like you know, is this good timing for this? Is that because I really don't want to tell people I'm doing something. But if I actually verbalize it to somebody, you bet your ass I'm going to get that done. And that's just how I've always been. And, and I, I just I feel like it's a really old uh, sort of code, you know, that, that, that I've seen through like my dad and through my grandpa and through like older generations that like your, your word is your bond. And that's something that I still live by. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. And as far as exercise is concerned, I'll tell you what, activity is better than no activity. So if you're like, oh, I need to go run, you know, three miles every day, but I, I hate running, you know, three miles every day, I'd rather ride my bike, ride your bike, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, do, do something you enjoy just to stay active and stay consistent at that. And mm-hmm. then uh, you'll, you'll eventually find yourself being motivated to do other types of things, but you don't have to do, you know, the things like we say, okay, you got to lift weights, you got to, if you absolutely hate those things, then just be active because that's better than nothing. Absolutely, so much better than nothing. Right. So step one, do something you enjoy, um, and then step two, um, stay consistent at it. And that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. So, there I have a couple things. Um, first, like you guys, uh, I'm extremely competitive. So if I say I'm going to do something. I'm I'm gonna do it, and I'll if not I'm gonna die trying. I mean mm-hmm. that's just uh, it's, <laughs> it's part it's for sure. It's been ingrained in me since I was a kid too. So it's been and like Justin is once I verbalize it, you know, there's a lot of things I think about like oh I want to do this, or, yeah. Or maybe I'll like think out loud, maybe to someone like my buddies or like you know I was thinking about doing this and that. But when I say like hey I'm gonna do this, like I'm gonna do it. You can guarantee I'm gonna do it, or I'm gonna definitely try my ass off to do it as hard as I can, which you know is. What I loved about this, and I expressed this, Justin was a part of this whole process, the whole Instagram thing, and I was like, man, yep. the fact that I had, when I committed to like, okay, I'm going to go from the worst shape of my life to the best shape of my life, and it was like, okay, well, it was crazy. It was like, I had to do that. I had all this pressure. Not only did I have the pressure that I said it to people, I said it to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And that that weighed on me so much that there was no way I was going to fail. And then when I got that, it was like the next goal, and I was like... I just got to keep doing this because that's my personality. It feeds right into it. So Mm -hmm. for me, that's where that works. The second thing, and probably one of the biggest things I think that's changed as I've gotten older, is I've eliminated negative people in my life. I, you know, I, I can honestly say I've probably lost three friends that I would consider best friends in my life that, uh, you know, were earlier on, maybe in my teens and early twenties that I was really close to that. Um, we're just kind of, you know, and maybe one of them was really negative. Another one just was kind of pessimistic and uh, wasn't always about support and helping. And, you know, the people that if you if you get a chance to ever meet, uh, you know, the friends or the people or the guys I'm sitting at with this table, the people that I surround myself with now um, are the complete opposite. Um, 
you know, that, that to me is huge. When you mm-hmm. have, when you have people that, cause we all have bad days. We're all down. We all get frustrated. We all, you know, everyone has that. That's you're fucking human. That's going to happen. And you're a fool to think it wouldn't happen. And when it does, you know, there's nothing worse than having people who are just going to pile on that or like chime in with you like, oh, that sucks. I can't believe they did that to you. Or, oh, this. No, dude, you want somebody who's going to be there for you and then someone's going to be positive and help uplift you and bring the best of you out. And if you don't surround yourself with people like that, it's it's fucking really hard to be so. Yeah, it's really hard to be even more self-motivating because it's already hard to be self-motivating. And then if you find yourself with around other people that are not. So, you know, as I as I've continued to get older, I've shrank my circle and, uh, you know, I used to pride myself on being like this, you know, the friendly guy who was friends with everybody. And I had lots of friends and, you know, I still do have a lot of friends. But, you know, now I like to say I've got, you know, a lot of acquaintances and then I have a real tight circle of people that, you know, I talk to on a regular basis. And the people I talk to on a daily basis are extremely positive, successful, intelligent, uh, very motivating, very self-motivated people themselves. And I mean, that helps a lot when you are surrounded by other people like that. You know, there's nothing like me feeling like I'm dragging ass one day and I talk to Sal or Justin and these guys are bust. They're, they're sick. They're tired. They're busting ass towards business or busting ass in their workouts and stuff like that. I'm like, fuck, I ain't sitting on my ass. Mm-hmm. My boys are fucking working their asses off. There's oh, no yeah, way. Absolutely. There's Same no way. I'm, there's no way I'm letting off the throttle right now. And yet, even though it's uh, and I don't know if you consider that self-motivating or not, but to me, it's I still got to self-motivate myself. But a lot of that, you know, I lean on that energy around the people that I choose to surround myself around. And, you know, I, I see a lot of circles like that. Everybody has like, you know, a couple of friends that are that are positive. And then they always got that one or two, one or two that are like that. You know, get them motherfuckers out your life. Mm-hmm. Get them out of your life. I don't, you know, and it's tough because and let me tell you, man, I'm, t- I'm not kidding around. Some of these people were friends of mine since I was a kid. That was really hard to do. It's hard to cut those people. Out of your life. But at one point in your life, you, you start to realize what's more important to you. And, and for me, like ha- having a positive life and see, and I tell you what, I've seen huge growth in my own, my own personal life when I started to do that, when I tightened that circle up and started surrounding around myself around people that are like that. And now I have a nose for it. Somebody new comes in my life. I meet them like, oh, they're cool. And I know any sort of negativity or any sort of like, you know, bad attitude or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See you yeah. around, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See yeah. you around. Catch you next week or like that. Not. You know, exactly. So uh, for me, those those are two uh, two big things. I'm extremely competitive. Um, I will I will die trying, and then two, putting myself around other people that are very leave it on the field. Don't surround yourself with assholes. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time. This is Mind Pump.